Blog Talk Radio. Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media. I'm so blessed and excited to be with you today during this Christmas season. This is wonderful. It's spectacular. And it's been going on right here at my house. I've got seven trees decorated, beautiful mantelpiece, and I just went overboard. Big old dog on my balcony. Uh, it's a Santa dog. <laughs> and I've had the nativity scenes uh, that projects and camels flying around and an angel flying around and wise men flying around. Oh, it's all good. And you can hear my jingle bells in the background on my ugly sweater. So I just wanted to get on and holler at you for a minute 
and just tell you to continue to celebrate this season. Go all the way. Take it all the way through the first of the year. Don't jump ahead for just the day after Christmas. I want to replay for you none other than co-pastor Ramona Franklin and Joyce Glass. The interview that they did with me was phenomenal on love and unity during this season of love and unity. So get ready for this and go ahead and just have a great, great day. Hello, everyone. This is Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and you are listening to Inspire Radio. I am so excited to be with you, and this is the Christmas season, and so that's just absolutely exciting because I happen to love Christmas. I am a Christmas fanatic, <clears throat> and I was explaining I have about seven trees that I've got to work on and other things, and so... You know, I believe in celebrating the birth of Christ to the fullest. Well, I have two excellent guests with me today. And um, in the person of Joyce Glass of The Right Coach, and um, we'll be talking more about her work as an editor also down in middle Georgia. And also co-pastor Ramona Franklin of New Beginnings Worship Center, also down in middle Georgia. And uh, <clears throat> we want to... Just share an idea that this is a time for for love and for unity, and really focus this discussion around the body of Christ and how we can be examples of the love of Jesus Christ um, amongst ourselves. We know we live in a day and time when there's so much division, so so much until it's really sad and. Um, so we're just looking at strategies and ideas. And so with that, uh, let me start by introducing Joyce. Would you tell us a little bit about your business and any ministry work you do and your services, those types of things? Please, ma'am. That, yes, thanks, uh, Ramona, for having me on. And, yes, I'm the right coach. I help people write their books from start to finish, but I'm also the editor of Middle Georgia Christian Voice. And that is an online, local news online site. And that's something we just started this past August with a friend of mine, Elena, and I are working on that together. So we just want to be a light in our community, and this is a great way to share uplifting stories of faith. And so I get the pleasure of helping my clients as well as being involved in my community with the businesses I'm in. Okay, what's your website, Joyce, and your social media handle? The websites are the the right websites. Coach, yeah, it's rightcoach.biz. Um, that's W-R-I-T-E dot uh, coach dot biz, B-I-Z. And then the local on news site, news site is um, mid, M-I-D-G-A, ChristianVoice.com. We're a division of OneChristianVoice.com, but it's mid m i d g a ChristianVoice.com. Okay, and folks, you can check that information out too on the show description. I'll have the um, make sure the websites are there. All yeah, righty, and what are your social media? The, yep, it's on the website. So, um, like Twitter, Joyce underscore Glass. 
But um, okay. if you go to the right coach, my social media is on there on a couple different places you can find me. Very, very good. Pastor Franklin, would you share with us a little bit about your business and or ministry and tell us about some of the things you're you're doing in that context, please? I sure will. Hello, everyone. I'm Prophetess Ramona Franklin. My husband and I, we are the founders and pastors of New Beginning Worship Center, located, as Roberta have already said, in Milledgeville, Georgia. But I am also the founder and operator of Ramo Women Gone Wise Global Ministry, which is where we we um, equip, train, and I'm like a midwife to women all over not just middle Georgia, not just to my church, but it's global. And I'm also the television show host on WGNM, CTN Christian Station out of Macon, Georgia, which is a lot of of the shows that we air. That is my um, women's ministry, is Women Gone Wise. And a lot of people mistake that for wild, but it's wise, Women Gone Wise. And um, <laughs> we we have a lot of things to offer here at our church, and, and if anyone would like to, they can go to the church website, which is nbwcbaldwin.org. And um, one of my babies that I have during the summer, though, is the Ladders and Bridges Summer Reading Camp. It's a four-week free, four weeks free. I say it again, four weeks free of summer reading camp, and we serve breakfast and lunch from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. to the children. And that's my little baby right there. That is actually my baby because I'm dealing with young people and have the opportunity to shape and form their lives, you know. And and, and it pretty much we're, with, with times that we're living in now with so much violence and everything, and that's a mm-hmm. lot of reason why a lot of kids have a lot of t- time on their hands in the summertime, even sometimes babysit for the mothers while they have things to do in the summertime. But um, for those that would like to contact me, my social media is Facebook, Ramona Franklin. Um, I am also on Instagram and Twitter as well as Ramo Ministry. Okay, excellent, excellent. Well, we're going to have a fine discussion this evening or this afternoon, midday, uh, whatever time you hear the show. But um, as we're entering, as we enter into this Christmas season, um, Pastor Franklin, would you share with us what the birth of Christ really means to you? Oh, my goodness. The birth of Christ to me, it's just simple to me. He is my Savior. He is the hope of glory. He is so much. But Luke 2 and 11 says, for unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ our Lord. So that's what he is to me. He's my, he's my Lord and my Savior. And yeah, so that means we celebrate. And a lot of people don't understand. We set aside that date to celebrate Christ. Right. Why do you think it's important to celebrate Christ? Because, you know, I've been hearing people, and, you know, it just goes and goes and goes, where even Christians are saying, well, you know, this is a pagan holiday. It's not really the birth and blah, 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 blah. So they just pretty much just as soon push it aside. But why Mm -hmm. is it important for us to, to celebrate the birth of Christ at this at this time for remembrance, for remembrance, mm-hmm. and His birth, you know, and not only that, 
to show love one to another. And the thing that I love to show is Christ through the season and every day of my life simply because believers have to see it. Believers, the non-believers, those that have forgotten about celebrating Christ, as you said, even the the Christians now that are becoming um, non-believers. It, it, no, the Bible doesn't say that he was born on Christmas Day. Just right. as well as we don't know when our actual birthdays are either, do we? We just know what we were told. But we set <laughs> that right. day aside to celebrate our birthday. And it's the same way with Christ. We set that day aside to celebrate Christ. It's not just about gift given, but it's just it's about the gift that was given. And that's, that's wonderful. That's that's wonderful. I mean, it's commemorating. That's one thing I I really want to stress to people. I say we've got so many parking lot theologians now. Um yeah. they not only speak Greek, they write it backwards. And they just pull things apart to where there's nothing left. And this is the one opportunity I believe that Christians have to really globally celebrate Christ and the world's acceptance of it. It's us Amen. pushing back. You know, so it's like, Amen. wait a minute, people. Yeah. So I, I just encourage people to get out there. Thank you, Pastor Franklin, for that. Um, Joyce, would you tell me um, how did Jesus, through his birth, really pull people together, vast cultures, races, nationalities, because we know he came into an environment where it was Jewish, but the Roman Empire had gotten into the mix, and so many things were going on. We had wise men coming from the east and, you know, a lot going on. Exactly, and you know, there was the shepherds, too, out in the field that the angels right. were and brought them in. But everywhere he went, and, and, you know, now that you mentioned this, I really hadn't thought about this before, that even from his birth, he was bringing different cultures together. And he was mm-hmm. a threat even then, because you remember Herod was really upset. He wanted to know mm-hmm. who is this child that they're saying is the next king. And because he thought it meant a physical kingdom and not a spiritual kingdom. He did not know the difference. Right. And so even then, he was bringing different people together. And the Magi, you know, we don't know, know exactly what nationalities they are. Um, mm-hmm. But we do know that they're very intelligent men because obviously they had to been studying the scriptures at some point to know that the star, or our minister pointed out this week, that, you know, they knew it was his star. And mm-hmm. that for them to know that it was his star means that they had to do have the scriptures of some form to be studying to know that and to be looking for him. And, of course, we don't know how long exactly they were looking for him. And, you know, I thought about it. Who of us would stop our lives right now and go seeking in whatever direction that we kept thinking, I think he's this way, looking for something. Right. Uh, right. Very few would, you know. And and so it's kind of amazing to think that somebody just, three people stopped their lives to go seek the Messiah. And, and then the shepherds, you know, stopped what they were doing and went and sought the Messiah. And so it, mm-hmm. it's just a powerful thing that, even as a baby, he had power, and we didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't always think of it that way. 
Mm-hmm. And I was that, that's my next question really is what was different about his ministry in particular, even as an infant, just laying in the manger. And, and yet he was able to, like I said, begin to unify people. Um, you mentioned just now, and if you'll elaborate, you were saying he had power even in that manger. Exactly. Well, I mean, obviously he was God's son. So, you know, God was ordaining all of this and working all the details out as our wonderful Savior does. And, mm-hmm. you know, his power came through. I mean, his his conception was, you know, mm-hmm. powerful because it was powerful. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so there was power from the beginning. And, mm-hmm. you know, people brought gifts to him that had really no idea truly the impact that he was going to make. Right. Wow. Oh, right. That's so true. Yeah, Mary didn't even know. Wow. So true. Yeah, one of my my favorite songs is Mary, Did You Know? No, yes, I love it too. That's one of my favorite songs. Did you know your son was going to heal the blind, the sick? Did you know he's going to save the world? Did you know he's your savior? Right. Just to think, you know, here she is, this young girl, and she's a part of something so magnificent. It's even hard now to even comprehend. And so she obviously had no idea the full impact of what was going on. Wow. Wow. That is just, that's that's powerful. I mean, that's. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And God's just doing a thing, even as we begin to share, because, mm. you know, I never thought about him pulling all these different people together. And how mm-hmm. does a baby do that? You know, if you stop and think about it, he had to be the son of God, you know, and Emmanuel got with us, that people would be coming from, like you said, dropping their livings and work and what they're doing, and they're flying out of fields and coming out of the east and and just coming to see this Christ child. So he started off a unifier. He started off one who shook up Mm. things, you know, and and brought disequilibrium, if you will. And um, so it's, it's interesting, you know, as we are in the culture now, I was looking too, and and I was in prayer this morning at church, and just things got started to bring to me. And this scripture, which is that, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We are the body of Christ, Mm. and we're supposed to come into the fullness, the full stature. You know, the real deal all the way, and we're we're yes. actually growing. I wanted to ask Pastor Franklin, if you would, I know I kind of hit on some, but if you would elaborate more, and why is it so important, again, especially in this time of so much division, even in the body sure. of Christ, why is it critical that we come into the unity of the faith? Yes. Um what Paul is talking about in this particular scripture and, and what, what he's trying to get the, the believers to understand is to grow in maturity. And a lot of people may mm-hmm. think that that's in the physical, but he's talking about the spiritual growth, you know, which includes, mm-hmm. as we know, in the, in, in the fruits of the spirit from Galatians five twenty two and 23. 
you know, I love for both God and others because I can tell tell you I love God all day long, but if I'm not showing that love to others, so in other words, it just simply means the end goal is to be full of Christ or the fullness of Christ. We got to be full of Christ. And the more we um, put Christ in our lives, and like um, my sister Joyce was just saying a few minutes ago, you know, the more we put him in our lives, the more unbelievable things we can do. Because there was a time when we were not in the place where we are and until we It's like a cup. I kept going back for a refill and getting more and getting more, you know, until I became full. And only the only way we can become full is to continue to sit at the feet of Jesus, continue to sit at the feet of Jesus until we, you know, as I tell people all the time, we as Christians, we will have to possess the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and Mm self-control. But only, only when we come into the fullness of Christ. And that's what Paul is talking about. You know, this just, the discussion just answers a question, you know, because we can say, well, why do we have so much? One thinks this and one says that and one... Immaturity, spiritual, I was thinking that when you were talking, spiritual immaturity leads to the division. Mm -hmm. And really until flesh, the flesh dies and Christ Mm -hmm. reigns more and more, you know, we will always have these schisms and isms, but it, I die daily is what the scripture teaches us. That's Mm -hmm. it. I I know Joyce has written a devotional, I won't even try to quote everything, but you know, that's really that point, driving you towards the cross and having compelling you to mm. really grow in Christ. And like I said, die to ourselves. And that's it's right. not I, but it's the Christ that It's no me. longer I, but it's Christ that lives right. within me. That's it. That's right. He's mm. the one living. I was impressed, too, by the Lord about the scripture. Um, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. As Christians, we've been given the mandate. We don't have an option. Ah, the world may uh-huh. have an option to be this away, that away, you know, um, and, and then just divide it over diversity. But mm-hmm. we don't. We do not have the option. I don't want to get into this myself, but there's no body. You never see parts of a body walking around without the whole body. Absolutely. It's totally impossible. So, um, you know, we as, (laughs) yeah, it would be scary. You know, that's a Halloween kind of thing there. It really Um, would. It it would be deformed. That's what it would be. It would be a deformity. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got this left arm pulling to the left, the right arm's pulling to the right, one leg is trying to go backwards, one's going forward, the head is going up and down and all Mm -hmm. the time. (laughs) <laughs> you're going to get nowhere. And that's, that's that thing again about unity, coming into yes. unity and the fullness of Christ. That's that's where it sits, in the fullness of Christ. We all agree as Christians that God is love. Mm-hmm. But what are, I'm asking you both, what are three steps that we can actually take to show his love to one another? As I said, that's really stood out to me that, They'll know your disciples because you love one another. 
not because you just love them, because we do we do a great job at giving to people who are in need and all that kind of stuff. But yes. then we don't like each other too much sometimes. Um, and and so how do we do that? How do we show that love to one another despite our socioeconomic differences, our gender differences, our political persuasions, our racial and cultural tensions? How can we be a light and be unique in this day and time? Hmm. Hi. Either of you all can take it and Joyce, go. Joyce, you want to go? Yeah. Okay. I think, you know, it's, it's purely unique with you. Do see Christians getting along because so many people are so used to there being divisions among amongst Christians mm-hmm. that when they do see us giving and, and helping, you know, just like Ramona knows, um, the church I'm attending here, Ramona and I live in the same town, and mm-hmm. um, the church I'm attending, Northridge, last year had a, well, they, or is this year, had a give day. And they went around to different places helping um, do things. And they went to other churches that were smaller than ours and helped them, you know, power wash and paint and just whatever right. they needed. And to me, that's a living example of being Christ-like to our fellow believers. Because, you know, that actually kind of surprised me. I was like, wow, they're going to other churches doing stuff. That's really cool. Because how, mm-hmm. how right. have you heard of, that, heard of that, either one of you, of a, of one church going to help another church? Right. Not often. No, no, no. Something like that. And so, That's so also true. Just, yeah, and just... Um, and giving to each other and loving. And Ramona and I have had a couple discussions about this, about, you know, if you don't agree with somebody, um, of, you know, of your same faith that's a Christian, that doesn't mean that maybe they're wrong or you're right or they're better or you're better. It just means that you don't agree and you see things differently, but you can still show love and kindness and respect to each other. That's it. And mm-hmm. that's my bottom line. I, you know, I don't care where you stand or what color your skin is or how much money you have or what your social status is. It, as Christians, we are to love each other as Christ in mm-hmm. the church. And mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you can't do that unless you have it filled in you know, the love of God in your heart. Because sometimes it is hard. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with a group of people, whether it's 525 or 2,500, you got different personalities, different outlooks, different backgrounds, different, you know, places they're coming from, the way they see things. And so... Ask, the, ask the pastor. She'll tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You know, because I mean, I think being the pastor's got to be one of the hardest jobs because oh yes, however many people you have in your churches, however many different answers they're going to give you. That is exactly Mm -hmm. right. That is so true, and that's why you have to be graced for it. And I want to piggyback, Roberta, uh, uh, on what Joyce said. And me me and Joyce have been conversing, and one thing we have talked about is bridging the gap. 
bridging the gap, right. you know. We're, we're going to milk this baby here in Milledgeville. You hear me, Baldwin County area. And the thing yeah. about it is, like she said, my husband and I, we're a small church. They are a large church, but it doesn't matter. They may not praise God the way we do, and we may not praise right. God the way they do, but can we come uh, in agreement and meet in the middle, you know, but but what I realized and what I have found out is until you are kingdom-minded, not church-centered, mm-hmm. we have to be kingdom-minded. And, and when we're kingdom-minded, we will do as we have been commanded to do according to the word of God. And that's the only way we're going to come together in unity. That's the that's only right. way we're going to be able to walk together in unity. When we're kingdom-minded, it means that we surrender our agenda. Mm-hmm. We give up mm-hmm. our agenda to do what God has commanded us to do. And it, it's not about race, ethnic, or anything of that nature. Mm-mm. It's just about obeying God. And see, for a long time, religion has messed people up. Denominations mm-hmm. have messed people mm-hmm. up. So these are the things that we're trying to bridge and break, like we were talking about, north, south, east, and west side. No, we're on God's side. That's yep. right. We are on God's side. We are on the same side. We may yes. have different yeah. viewpoints on this, that, and the other, but the bottom line is we all love Jesus. We all want to That's go to it. heaven. And we want That's to bring it. as many people as we can with us. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, I think that's the bottom line. I think just what um, Pastor was saying, which is being kingdom minded, and and again, I just keep it just I keep being drawn back to that scripture about us all coming into that That's stature, it. that that measure, fullness of Christ, mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. mature, all of the things that we you know that we have um, differed on begin to fade. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we begin to hear the voice of God. You know, if we all are like, Lord, I just want to act like you, walk like you, talk like you. I want to hear you and do yes. your, your will be yes. done. Yes. It starts to, to go. I was making a note, too, as we were talking, um, diversity is of God. You see mm-hmm. it even in the animals as he created right. the animals. You see it in the trees. You see it in nature. You know, you've got rivers Absolutely. and you've got oceans. You've got streams mm-hmm. and creeks and the, the, the Pacific Ocean is not like the Atlantic Ocean. How about that, you know? Yes. And, yes. and it's so he intentionally, for his purposes yes. and his That's glory, it. made the diverse races and genders and cultures and you know um you know he created us male and female he didn't make everybody a male he didn't make everybody come a on female. now it's getting good come on come on <laughs> yeah 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 yes. he just, you know i i love it and i don't want to i'm i'm not supposed to be the preacher of the hour here so i just try to get myself with a little bit oh of my god but i mm, love mm, it that mm. he reached down into african soil yes okay and pulled me up I had to sit sometimes and write and think to myself, you know, God created me as an African American woman who's five foot something, XYZ, you know, <laughs> I won't go into the pounds. And then he found, hey, you know what? I like blonde. I think blonde is a nice color. He got Joyce and put her together. Come you know, on now. Whatever yeah. beautiful fan he could find. And same thing with Ramona. And then even within the races of people, 
Nobody has the same DNA, and we're just different. And if we can, as we celebrate Christ, if we can just remember the diversity is his idea. None of us made ourselves. Yes, it was. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Don't let me get started too far here. That is Um, so true. And, Roberta, another thing, too, none of us have the same fingerprints. None of us. No, none of us. Have the Mm -hmm. same thing. God is so amazing. That's why we have to love his creation. Yes, it is. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's why nobody wow. can say this one is better than this is better mm-hmm. and I'm da 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 because everything, the way we think, the way we talk, we, you know, no two singers even sing alike. It, it, he's just amazing. Absolutely. And nobody but God could have done something like that. Mm-hmm. No machine could do this. But mm-hmm. how can we Hallelujah. serve this world better during this Christmas season and even as we go into the um into the new year, how can we promote unity within the body of Christ? You know, we need to beat our plowshares, just get rid of them and turn them into with it pruning. I think objects I don't want to get it wrong, but it troubles my heart as it troubles you all. Like I said, to see us just all over the place, you know, mm-hmm. this, we, we're like those scattered sheep, you know, just yes. going all over the place and all kind of ideas and saying it's in the name of the Lord. How can we promote unity in the body of Christ during this season and as we move forward to the new year? Mm. As I say, said earlier, um, first thing we have to do is surrender our own agenda. And get mm-hmm. back to what God has mm-hmm. commanded us to do, you know. And we are the best example of representing Christ. We, mm-hmm. a lot of people may not come to the church, but my my invitation to church is my life. It's my right. life, the life I live. That's the invitation. And that's what I want to see people, uh, see Christ through me, you know, Keep people encouraged. Let them know that Jesus really is the reason for the season that we celebrate. That's right. You know, right. Um, to give up our times to others, to love, meet needs, volunteer, give up yourself, you know, serve. Right. You know, I, I see them at the Salvation Army with the little bell, you know, that money goes right. to help families, you know, whatever right. we can get out to do. And right now I'm putting something together, and, and, and what the Lord gave me was holy feet hit the street. It's time for us to hit the street. It's really time for us to go knock on doors. Look, let me offer you Christ, you know. But our biggest representation of Christ is our own life. Wonderful. It's our own life. Wonderful. You know, the scripture, as we begin to conclude this discussion, (laughs) I say we have to today, but... (laughs) Today we do, but I, I again I was another note that just it just jumped out in John thirteen thirty four and five he says a new not suggestion not mm-hmm. notion not idea not a tweet <laughs> a new commandment that's right which is yes. a directive again that's one of these not optionals okay it's not. I give you. Nobody, he, he's not sending this That's to Peter, right. Paul, anybody mm. else. I'm telling you, 
you know, like mm. your mom. Mama didn't, you know, you get smart with your sister or brother. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Mama didn't say so. Yeah, she did. Mama said, and then Mama comes and said, I told her to tell you. So and so, and I gave you the command to do such and such, and he's saying, "I command you." That's how strong and emphatic he wanted yes. it to be. Yes, that I said, "Love I one so. another." Mm. Yes, yeah, I Good said God. straight out my mouth while you're looking at me, while you're seeing me. Hey, no angel came and told you. I said it, and he said, "Love one another," knowing. That is brothers and sisters. I don't know about y'all's brothers and sisters, but I know about yeah. mine. <laughs> and we will have our differences. Right. And what if mommies and dads always want to do? Y'all, please get along. Would y'all stop fighting? <laughs> That's what you know. Yes. My mother, yes. my mother, literally, <laughs> a little extreme, stopped us one time at a mental health institution because we were fighting <laughs> in the back seat. And she was just saying, you know, I'm going to put you out right here. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's out there. And I was so terrified. I really believed her. I bet, you know, I bet you we were quiet for a while. But anyway, and then Jesus goes on and he says, if I have loved you, you That's know, right. in other words, you know how much I've loved you. I've shown you my love. And so now I want you to love your brother, and your sister that same way. And once you do that, the world's not going to have any question that you are my disciples. That's right. Because you have the power to replicate my love right Mm -hmm. within the body of Christ. And I want to ask each of you ladies as we conclude, in 2019, how do you personally plan to promote having love for one another as the body of Christ? For me, um, it starts with go ahead, sweetie. Really, yeah, for me, it really starts with just filling my heart with his love. Because mm. love completely and love others as he loves them unless I'm filled with his love. That's so and true. there's some challenging people in my life that I have to hear, okay, Lord, fill me with your love so I can love them as you love them. Because I know mm-hmm. you love them more than I do. And I know that you can help me love them the way I should love them, and I want to love them. Right. But, you know, some people get under your skin some days. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you need the power of God. And, and I, I don't think you can truly love other people, you know, different cultures, different whatever, you know, different beliefs. Mm-hmm. You can't truly love someone else. Unless you have that full love of God in you. Yeah, that is so true. And I think it starts with that. And the way you get that is spending time with him and spending time in the Word. That's right. And asking him to fill you. You know, Mm -hmm. he will more than happy to do it. Mm. Pastor, what would you like to say about this? The Holy Ghost is our keeper. The Holy Ghost is our comforter and our keeper, and we cannot do anything without the Holy Ghost, like like Joyce said. We cannot do anything without him. And that's why even when we want to say something wrong or want to, um, like she said, when people get under our skins, the Holy Ghost is a keeper. It won't even allow us 
to come off wrong at anyone. Right. So right. so the right. love the, the you've got to have the love of Christ in your heart. Mm. You have got to have the love of God. There there is no way because I I say the Holy Ghost is a pincher. So when we even think we want to do wrong, it pinches you. Like our mom used oh. to pinch us when we got in trouble okay. or whatever, it will pinch you. You know, and I thank God for my pincher mm-hmm. because when I need to keep silent, I keep silent. You know, and when mm-hmm. I need to speak up against evil or whatever, you know, because we are supposed to, you know, confront evil, I keep my peace whenever it's time for me to keep my peace. But mm-hmm. love is the key. Love is the key. I don't care what else you do. You can have all the money. You can have all the fame. You can have all of that. If you don't have love, you, you're like a singlet, a sounding brass. You don't have anything. Right. You, you, are, you, you know, can have the best whatever, but it's going to take love. Yeah, and, and you know what? As I think some of our differences would be settled if we remember this, um, this one passage of Scripture uh, dear friends, this is First John chapter 4 and 7, and I'm reading from the NIV. But it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Yeah. Everyone who loves, everyone who loves, everyone mm-hmm. who loves mm-hmm. has been born of God. And yes. guess what? It goes on to say, and knows God. And knows Whoever God. That's right. Whoever does not love does not know God. Does not go know God. God. Amen. That's right. Because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us, and it goes on to talk about. He sent his one and only son into the world Mm. that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice yes. Yes. for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love, love one, one another. another. And I'm going to end with that. And, ladies, I mean, you've been a blessing. We're coming back uh, in January, and, and we're going to shine some more light on, on these scriptures and concepts. So I want to say thank you for being on the show, Pastor Ramona Franklin, and thank our you writer and editor. Thank you. I write an editor, Joyce Glass. You've been such a blessing, ladies, today. Thank you. You're welcome. Folks, you have been listening to Inspire Radio. Again, this is your host, Roberta. Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and I look forward to uh, hearing from you in the new year because we're going to take a break, but you're going to hear this broadcast and hear more of it the uh, Wednesday after Christmas. So God bless you. Have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year, and I'll talk to you in the new year. So God bless you.